when you say yes, it's okay for you to say yes and take more. <laughs> it's okay for you to say yes for the things that are for you. And I'd like it to look like this. And I'd like it to feel like this. And I'd like it to come with a million dollar paycheck. Uh, whatever, whatever it is that's in your heart, there's never a cap. I think we should have in front of us everything that's on the table, whatever you want. Yes to this. And I'm going to do that too. And if that triggers you, that's about you and not about me. This is a Soulfire production. All right, welcome back. I'm so glad you're here. This is episode 93 of the Yes And podcast with me, your host, Judy Holler. I'm a keynote speaker, a best-selling author, and the founder and creator of the House of And, an improv-inspired lifestyle brand on a mission to show you what's possible when you're brave enough to open new fucking doors, baby. And this episode is brought to you by Advocare, a wellness company on a mission to support your health needs with high vibe tools, resources, and products. You can learn about some of my favorite products. Hello, collagen, uh, cherry spark and collagen. Those are my obsessions by heading on over to the show notes after you listen to learn more. And oh, by the way, get discounts because you listen to this show. Okay, I am going to get right into this because today's interview is one I have been looking forward to for months and months because we've literally had it on our calendars for months. <laughs> Lindsay Teague is on the show today. Lindsay Teague wrote a book called Boss Up and now has a new book coming out called Wake Up. It releases tomorrow. We ironically did this interview the day before Wake Up comes out into the world. And we have had this interview on the book since like March, 2021. And here we are in October. So I am so excited to bring Lindsay uh, to you. You're going to fall in love with her. She is the real deal. She's one of my favorite women in business. One of my favorite female entrepreneurs to follow on Instagram. She speaks it how she sees it. She's not afraid to be herself. She is just so confident. She's a mom of three girls, owns multiple businesses, and just is an all-around bad ass. I will link up to all the formal stuff in the show notes. You'll, uh, I'll give you her website and her books and her Instagram and all the things. But today we talk about some big stuff. We talk about cancel culture, you know, of course, her perspective on that. We talk about entrepreneurship and, and building a business. And we ended up kind of getting into a conversation around spirituality and business and really claiming what it is that you want and falling in love with money, realizing that it is okay to want wealth and to go build wealth for yourself and your family. We talk about raising girls and teaching them confidence. We talk a little bit about Arizona because she lives there and I'm moving there, which basically means we're going to be besties. You know what I'm saying? But uh, she is just so much fun and so impressive. I could have talked to her for 1000 hours. Um, she's just gold. You're going to love this episode. All right, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, here is my very high vibe conversation with the incomparable, incredible, magnetic, super inspiring Lindsay Teague Moreno. Lindsay Teague, my girl, I am so glad you are here. Where in the world are you? Are you in Arizona right now? I am in Arizona. We are officially in our house. So okay. yes, you're there. Are, what part of Arizona are you in? Gilbert. It's Gilbert. the East Valley. 
East Valley. So, you know, have I told you this, that we are considering, well, not considering, we are moving to Scottsdale. Uh, we're considering- Oh, you're going for sure. Literally listing our house May 1st here. And um, based on what we end up doing with like loans, all the things, like we may do a bridge loan or will we be homeless? I have no idea. Right. Yeah. Um, girl, I- always worth, the question. Yeah, shit. That's a whole nother podcast episode. Yeah. Um, we're thinking like North Scottsdale. So I don't know how far that is from Gilbert, but my husband went it's to like, ASU and the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so North Scottsdale would be probably like 45 minutes from okay. me Okay. around there, but you're like, that's a beautiful area. North Scottsdale is so beautiful. The, all the cactus up there, beautiful golf. If you play golf, it's oh yeah, <laughs> big time. Like, you know, well, I like golf. I like the sport of golf. I like being around golf. My husband's a big golfer, but you know, Arizona is such, I'm a Midwest girl born and raised. And so for me, um, there's something spiritual about the desert. I, I don't know yeah. if you feel that way out there. You grew up out there. Sometimes yeah. when you grow up in a place, you don't realize it, but I feel very spiritual in the desert. Like it's I just agree. different pace. Um, okay. So that was question number one. And I've got to say to you, um, that I love following you on Instagram. <laughs> so if you are not following Lindsay on Instagram, you have to, we'll link up to everything in the show notes, but, and you're doing it now, which is like making me ha so happy. You have this thing you do, uh, where you are like, you're doing it now. And it makes me so fucking happy. You laugh at yourself. Like I know it is the <laughs> endearing thing in the world. And there will be stories and I will be like watching you because you'll literally talk to us and mm -hmm. you'll give us a story. You'll download something. And I literally do not have time to be watching this, but I'm like, I can't stop watching this. Like she is just, she's cracking herself up. And, and you know this about yourself. <laughs> I do. I just, I think I'm so ridiculous. Sometimes I get like, I'm looking at myself right now and I'm just going, oh, what, what happened this morning? What, what happened here? I got ready in about 45. Like, so I just think great. I'm so ridiculous. And sometimes you just have to laugh at that. <laughs> you do. You have this really beautiful ability to just uh, laugh at yourself and to, you know, it, for me, you, uh, you may not feel this way about yourself, but you radiate confidence, oh, thank um, you. which is inspiring because it makes me want to be more confident. And I know you have girls, uh, two girls, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Two that three, actually, I have twins three. that are 12. They'll be 13 in December. Okay. Lord help us. And then, uh, I've got an 11 year old. She just turned 11 last week. Okay. How, tell me about that. Those kind of conversations <laughs> in the house, how are they doing and dealing with confidence. Um, and, and certainly as we think about being a little girl, I mean, even a big girl in the world, this, th mm -hmm. these days with fucking social media mm -hmm. and cancel culture and being afraid to be yourself. Like, how are you advising? So we got a lot of mamas listening. Oh, man. How do you okay, well, I've got them? a couple things to say about this. Good. Let's go. Let's do uh, it. I'm so here for it. Number one, I am very confident. Number one, I really am. I, I, feel like there's nothing I can't do. If I want to do it, I feel like it's open to me to say yes to, no matter what it is. I have had enough experience doing things that I've failed at to realize it really doesn't hurt that bad. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes yes. it really sucks, but I always know that it leads to the next great thing. And something that we talk about in Wake Up is that every challenge that you face is for you. So there's no reason for you not to be confident. If it fails, if it blows up in your face, if you try something and you don't make it all the way through it, um, you're going to live. <laughs> you're going to be okay. You will have been better on the other side of that having failed. So I make sure that my kids know that number one, there's nothing that they can't do. I don't care 
what they did have it in their heart to do, they can absolutely do it. And whatever happens from that, whether it feels really bad and uncomfortable or yeah. it feels really amazing is for them. Uh, and, and so I also try to impress on my kids that it's okay to be weird, that like our weirdness is what makes us unique. And it's the thing that people are going to connect to us through. So I really push my girls. Like I call our star little text thread that we have is called the weirdos. Like we are a weird people. Yes, I love it. <laughs> Owning it, family. embracing it. Yes. And we own it. That's what we call each other. And like, uh, you know, like you're so weird comes out all the time because it's a badge of honor in our family. Mm -hmm. If you're the weird one, then you're the one that's thinking differently. You're the one that we're supposed to follow here. And I really believe that my kids are here to teach me and not the other way around. So I've, I've learned way more from them than they have from me. I promise you that. Um, and then the other thing that I do is set a really strict boundaries around social media, because like you said, fucking social media Right. will ruin you if you yes. walk into it needing something from it. Mm. If you need something from your social media, if you're posting because you are looking to gain a feeling from that, yeah. <laughs> you will get a feeling. That's beautiful. So that is fucking good. I actually, I actually pay my kids to be off of social media from the day they were born <laughs> until they turn 16. I'm paying them a thousand dollars a year. So I just save that every single week. We take it and put it into a savings account for them. And by the time they turn 16, if they stay off social media on their own choice, they stay off of social media, then they will get a $16,000 check that year. And they can I buy that response. with you, use it for a car. You can use it, save it. You can invest it, whatever you want to do. I don't care. It's your money. But if you stay off, there's a thousand dollar a year reward for you. Wow. And because I think that it's so important that we're not letting other people's voices who don't know them, who don't value them, who don't love them have a voice in their life. I don't want that at all because I want my kids to leave my house knowing they can do anything they want to, no matter what some mean girl down the street would say to them on social media. And I think at 16, okay, they can, they can probably start to handle it. I, I hope that they'll stay off until they're 18. There is another $2,000 bonus for them. If they do, if they stay off until they graduate from high school, I'll continue to give them that thousand dollars because it's not hard for me to put away. It's like $25 a week. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I yeah, can if you do break that, it you down. Know? It's yeah. not a lot. But it's enough for them to go, whoa, oh. I really want that. Um, and there must be something to this if my mom's willing to put her resources behind it and my dad's willing to put my, his resources behind it. So that's our rule. <laughs> it's their choice, though. I don't ever want to be the mom that's like, hey, here's what you have to do. It's, their, it's my desire for them to learn when they're under my roof. And so I incentivize them to make good choices. But if they don't, that's their own choice, too. Mm. They can deal with the consequences. They're old enough to do that. I think that's so beautiful, Lindsay. And I'm I'm hoping you're rattling some cages right now because I think that is so brilliant. Um, I also think to your point, what hit me as you were saying that is you think by 16 to 18, if you've been off it that long, you have come to this place. I don't know what your thought is like, where you sort of know yourself in a different way. You have a different swagger. Mm -hmm. You've seen the world. You've picked your fucking head up. You've read a book. Yeah, you, yeah. Dare I say, have a hobby. And you got That's some right. shit to go do, right? That's Maybe right. You're using your mind, whatever. Um, wow. I got goosebumps when you said that. What a, <laughs> what a cool, creative way to instill um, the confidence you have in your girls. How lucky are they? That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm excited for them. I think it's going to affect them long-term. And I think that they will be grateful. <laughs> yeah, and just like you said, it's affecting you. Like you're learning yeah. as much from them. So tell me this, like you are, I get, okay, so you have, we're going to talk about your new book. But you, so 
2019, there was Boss Up. Um, okay. And we've got Wake Up, which is coming October 21st. So y'all, by the time you're listening to this, it is tomorrow. So we're going to link up in the mm-hmm. show notes. You go get Lindsay's book, Wake the Fuck Up. That's that's, that's what right. I'm going to say it. But I know that's what you're going to be yeah. telling everybody to wake yeah. the fuck up. But the book is Wake Up. Um, so, but let me backtrack for a second. So you are an author, you are, uh, you speak, you seem to, I know you're an entrepreneur, you've had multiple businesses, you seem to have um, your hands in a lot of pots. So as an entrepreneur myself and someone building a new business, we're building out a lifestyle brand and I speak and I have books, but I've got these Mm -hmm. two different arms, um, which is so great. What, tell me what keeps you, the entrepreneur in me is nosy here. What's keeping you busy and paid these days? Like what's your business right now? And what have you been doing throughout the pandemic uh, business-wise and entrepreneurial-wise? Well, the great news is that we've built enough businesses that we've bought, sold along the way. Like we sold two businesses during, during COVID. (laughs) We bought another business during COVID. And like, those are like kind of hands-off businesses. We're investing and we are like consulting, but we're not like running the daily, daily business. Right. And so I've got enough passive income through the other businesses we have. I've got like a stock shop. I have an essential oil business that grew really, really huge. Um, I am all about the natural remedies. I'm all about anything that we can use that's going to be natural, that um, that is going to be actually good for our body and and I, and get to the root of the problem. That's what I really want. And I think that's where medicine is failing us is we're not getting yes. to the root of the problem. We're putting band-aids on everything over yes. and over again. And I just, I just knew that wasn't going to be for me. So when my kids were little, I started seeking out like, Hey, what natural stuff can we use? I fell into essential oils. I love it. And we have a huge business that's essential oil based. Um, and that's, again, it's passive. I have retired from that business. I don't have to work it every single day. I just get the money every single day. It works for you. It works for you. So you you guys, that's passive income. And that's what most entrepreneurs are chasing. Anybody that is running a successful business, you're on a quest for that passive income, maybe some annuities, but you know, this is where you're getting paid and people can buy your courses or Mm -hmm. your products or whatever. When Yeah. And it's so easy to add spinoffs, 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 spinoffs. Because all you have to do once you get once you get into the mindset of of connecting with your customers' needs, you start to know them better and better and love them and become them. It becomes easier for you to see a need. Oh, there's a need over here. Oh, I could create a business around that like this. I already have the resources coming in, so it's not like I'm having to look for the money for it. I don't need to search for investors. I already have that. Yeah. I can provide this service, be of service to my people, help my people in any way they need, which is where you know, my training came in is where all the stock photography came in. Cause I know I can take pictures of my product, but most people can't, most people weren't photographers in a previous life. I was, so I have a unique ability to be able to meet people's needs there. And it feels really good to be able to know that any business that we throw our money and weight behind is actually going to meet a need out there and help people get to their end goal as well, which is why I'm so obsessed with fulfillment. Like I'm obsessed with having a community that's fulfilled around me because they will push me to be better. And if I meet people's needs, they have more of an opportunity to find that, to be able to walk through the door more easily and say, yes, owning a business was for me. I wasn't sure if it was going to be, but I have all these resources. I know that I can start. I know I don't have to have all the answers to start because somebody went first and told me and they can borrow my confidence. I want to be able to borrow their confidence. And so we feed each other that way. And so I'm really working to build a community that loves their lives. When they love their lives, they make really good choices for themselves and they see their obstacles as for them. 
it's it's something that all right well you're meant to level up today and so yeah this isn't going to go like you planned so let's see what you do here kind of thing and then when you overcome it you look back and go oh that wasn't so bad what was right. it my kids just did recently that oh, man there was something i was like oh it wasn't as bad as you thought was oh they had to go in and get blood work yeah my twins had to go get blood work and they were freaking out right because they they're not having a ton of shots they don't get i've never had blood drawn before yeah. and you know that needle thing can be really scary and so we walked in there and one of them flipped out. The other one was fine. But afterwards, both of them said, yeah, it wasn't as bad as we thought. So if we ever have to do that again, they've leveled up their game. It's yep. not going to be as bad next time. The same mm-hmm. is true for us. Yeah. Yeah. That fear is a gift, right? Because it's proving right. you that you can do hard things. Those scary Which things. you know and, about. <laughs> yeah, fuck, yes, I do. Right. Like we have to, we have to make it our friend. I mean, I think for so long, you know, we were hearing the conversations around fearless, 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 fearless. I'm like, no, dude, that's actually no. the wrong answer. <laughs> we're giving our girls and, and frankly, ourselves the wrong message. Right. And you that's get right. this, you know, it's okay. I always say, Lindsay, I say this, I'm like, dude, if you are afraid, you're probably doing it right. That's <laughs> like, right. You're in the right you place. could fail, congratulations you're right. doing it right um, that's right so you're an entrepreneur i think at your bones it seems like you light up when you talk about business do you find yourself speaking on a lot of entrepreneurial top like helping other women start businesses are you going there yet because you really illuminate when you talk about thank you i love it i love business. entrepreneurship i've known that i've wanted to be an entrepreneur since i was a young girl so i was gonna ask entrepreneurship you is something that i'm passionate about i love it Um, I think everyone should own their own business because it allows you to live a life that actually works for you. Like my husband and I stay home. My kids will never know what it's like to have a parent that leaves the house to work. They stay home and school. We stay home and work. We see each other, you know, I mean, outside of the eight hours, maybe 10 hours, my teenagers are about to sleep outside of that. We see each other all the time. We're extremely close. We're having, I'm giving my kids the kind of childhood um, that I think works for our family. Uh, and that only happens because we went first and said, all right, what do we have to do? What kind of money do we have to make in order to make this a reality? And as soon as you start putting that stuff in motion, all of the answers are going to be revealed to you. All you have to do is ask the question and get curious and, and have the ability to dream forward, have the creative imagination to think about what it could look like. And it can look like that. Um, and I think the, the, the thing is though, is that it's not going to be comfortable. And so if you are addicted to comfort, if you have issues- Listen up, listen up, turn the volume up right now. This isn't me talking, this is Lindsay. LT's on the mic, let's go. Okay, say this. If you have comfort issues, if you have something where you're constantly looking to mask your discomfort through food, through watching TV, through drowning yourself in whatever activity that you wanna do because you're avoiding discomfort, you have another thing coming. It's not going to be comfortable getting there, but on the back end, it will feel so right. Um, And this lifestyle feels so right. But I know that entrepreneurship is the reason that we get to live it. Because if I had to go out to an office every day from nine to five, or let's be honest, from X, whenever I wake up to whenever I go to sleep, checking emails, we wouldn't have the kind of life we have. So I am passionate about, about entrepreneurship. The thing is, is that I find myself speaking to people more about personal development Mm. because personal development is something that will naturally happen when you start a business. As soon as you start a business, it's like a huge mirror. It's going to be set up in front of you. Let me show you all the problems that you have. Yes. (laughs) And we're going to do that publicly in some cases, right? right? And you're going to do it in front of people. So let me show you where you're weakest kind of thing. And you have to face yourself. When you start a business, you will face yourself, all your weaknesses, all your challenges, all of the things that 
have come up in your past that you are looking at the world through that experience that you're going to be forced to face it. And so I find that it's starting a business is relatively easy. There's steps, there's 10 of them in my, in my book, boss up. It's not yeah, hard. I can't it's wait. simple, yeah, right? It's, it's like, it's a simple thing to do. Um, what's hard is getting out of your own way. And so I find myself pumping women up all the time. Hey, no, that's not the right mindset. No, you are not giving yourself enough credit. Um, and that's really where wake up came from was it, I was going to write a business book on closing. <laughs> I was going to ask you for what made you, why wake up now? Why wake up and why now? So this is yeah. perfect segue because that is a question I did have from boss up to wake up. Okay. Now, if you've read my book, here's my homeboy. Did you know I have a workbook? It's called the fear boss project. And it's a perfect supplement to that book. It's basically why I created it so that you could go deeper into the ideas in fear is my homeboy, but take a different turn. So the pages of the workbook are filled with powerful questions, playful activities, ideas to get you thinking, lifestyle tips for me. I mean, it's really uh, a journey of self-discovery that's going to help you keep experimenting with your fear and smashing those comfort zones. And it's truly an extension of the work in my book, Fear is my homeboy. Now you can learn more in the show notes. There's a color version. There's a black and white version. So pick your preference and your price point. Um, and there's also, I love this 30 days of fear experiments and spaces for you to journal and think and discover how brave you really are, babe. And I designed this workbook for you as a tool, uh, to help you personally, but also as a tool you could use with your team and your meetings and in your book clubs. And Oh, by the way, I mean, we're going to start Christmas shopping soon. I mean, this is, the perfect gift for your book club, your team, your community of high vibe women. Uh, so you can snag a copy for everyone and go through the exercises week by week. It'll take you right up through the end of the year. I mean, it is the perfect Christmas gift to give yourself and the women in your life. There's a link in the show notes, of course, to learn more or search up the Fear Boss Project on Amazon. So I was writing a book that was called a faster. Yes. And it was about how to identify the way that people make decisions. There are three ways that people Closing make decisions deals. and it's connected. It's connected to who you are as a person. And a lot of times on your Enneagram number, you know, if you make your decisions from your head, your heart, or your gut, if you can identify that in another person, you can serve them up exactly what they want. You're going to get a faster. Mm -hmm. Yes. From them. And so that was my book idea. I just gave it out to everybody. There you go. That was my original go, book. Go dial that up. Go dial that shit up. <laughs> so I originally was writing that book. I started writing it and, you know, I'm passionate about that and I can write a good book about that and it could help a lot of people. Um, but we started going through 2020 and I just could not escape the idea that there was some really hard stuff for me to talk about. And it was personal development related. And so when I went to my publisher and I said, hey, this is, this is actually the idea that I think that I want to go with. Um, you know, of course they were like, Oh, <laughs> really? <laughs> oh my God. Uh, I can't but wait. I kind of like pushed through that. I, I realized that there was an entire book of content here and it was really only just the things that I was saying to people over and over and over again, when they DM me, like, why isn't my business working? Well, let's talk about what's not working in your life because that's really the reason. Yep. You're <laughs> you already own, know the steps. We're in our own way, right? Yes, and so it, it, I love that you, that is such an approach that I share with you, this notion of like, none of it works if you don't work. And it sounds so cheesy and we can think it's woo-woo, but the truth 
of the matter is like you won't work as a mom, a spouse, a partner, a business right. partner, and most That's certainly right. not as an entrepreneur. Cause I'm going to tell you, 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 my favorite analogy you just gave was the putting up a mirror like that. Like when you start a business, you're literally standing in front of a beer, a mirror, a beer, you're standing in front of a beer. Now, maybe <laughs> sometimes, <you> a beer. <laughs> sometimes you may need it. Uh, I love the Freudian slip there, but yeah, like seriously, like that is so true. And so your book rise up or wake up now, maybe mm -hmm. your third book is rise up. I don't fucking know, but you're on this. <laughs> it's going to be something up. <laughs> I just made that up. How many times can we use the word up your book? Wake up. will explore like those, it, you know, it's an evolution from boss up because boss up's got the 10 business 10 ideas, that's right. right? Yep. Where these mm -hmm. are going to be the ideas to help you wake up as a human being. Yeah. And so really what it is, is, is thinking of your life um, in a way where you're not, you're not wondering how, how am I going to get to this place? This is really what I want in my life. I'm not feeling, I'm feeling fulfilled in my business today, but my marriage sucks, mm -hmm. but my relationships are terrible, but I am sitting in front of my computer all day and my health is crap. Yes. Um, and, and I have been there and I think that's how it's supposed to feel. I think that our society sells balance as this idea of go and chase it. You need to do it all at once. And it needs to look like this. It needs to feel like that. That's balance. That's what all everybody else has except right. for you motherfucker right like, right you, see, like, you feel you worthless <laughs> you feel like a piece of shit i yes. mean i just the other day and we're gonna go there i love this so much and maybe we go there now because like you know i just see a post on social media from someone who like posts this photo and i know her and her husband on the fucking edge of divorce and then it's this right. photo like i was beyond grateful for my life and my children and like this like glamour and you know and so i think we get so confused because there's so many lies out there and there's so much um, it's hard to know, you know, who to be inspired by, who's telling the truth, who is it? And this is why. So how much are you coming back to yourself that like intuition, that deep knowing that only Lindsay has when you think about what you're going to create next or what you're going to post next or what you're going to do next? Like, yeah, it's a lot. It's it's asking yourself, it's having the guts to ask yourself the question, where's my life not working today? What am I avoiding today? What am I avoiding getting curious about today and looking at your life in six distinct areas? So I break your break the idea of your life and balance into six areas. And if you can find fulfillment in these six areas, I think you live a life without regret where you get to the end. You're looking up from your grave and you realize, hey, I did it. I spent every hour that I had here, every resource that I was given, every gift I was given was used and death had to work to do its job on me. And I am satisfied. Take me now kind of thing. And I, 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 I only know that because my mom died having not realized all of her some days, all of her some days were still on her table when she died at 53 of a massive heart attack. She had no idea that she was sick. She was in great health, to be honest with you, yeah. but she had a stress, a stress induced heart attack in her thirties. I had no insane. idea. So crazy. And then she dies at 53 and I'm left with like a newborn and two one-year-olds going, I can't do this without asking my mom questions about how to do this. Uh, I need to really reevaluate my life because I don't want my kids to feel about my life the way I feel about hers, which was that she did not get to live it. She was constantly working to get to that place where she could live it. And I thought to myself, there must be a way for me to live that right this second. So I break your life down into your business, your finances, your health, your personal life, the things that you want for yourself personally, your relationships and your spiritual connection to your creator. And if you can 
for a, a year, two years, a little bit of time, concentrate on one area, level your life up, make some really good habits. Then what you can do is start to look elsewhere. Okay. Now, where is it not working? So at, at the beginning, I worked only on my business and only on my finances. I had a conversation with Michael where I was like, Hey, I'm going to make a business where we never have to work again. I need your help for these next two years. And after two years, if it's not working, I'll walk away from it completely. But can you get home from work and not look around the house and judge me? Can you jump in and help with the kids where normally we would co-parent on this thing? Can you take over for this? I will build us something. I just knew that I could. And it, I, I really did so just put all of my effort into business and growing some finances so that then I could say, all right, now I get to live and have the kind of relationship I want with my kids because I have the freedom here. Now I can live and have a really great relationship with my husband because I have time and money to go and spend on making sure that we mm. are tight because it does take it. It does take resources. And we're so afraid of finances. We're so afraid to talk about money. Like right. it's a really bad thing, but I'm telling you, having the money in your bank account to not have to worry about where is this going to come from if an emergency comes up freedom. is extremely freeing. And it will allow you to look into the other areas. And so then I started working on my relationships and the personal things that I wanted in my life. And then I was realizing, oh, well, I've been putting off my health. So I've gained about 50 pounds <laughs> and I don't feel good in my skin. Yeah. I don't so like then what you I'm layer in at. that. It's not like so then I'm notice, starting to work on that. Lindsay's not doing it all at once. Lindsay started at the top. That was That's like, right. get the business, get the financial foundation, then make sure my relationships are there. And then, yep. okay, wait, the, the relationship Lindsay had with herself, maybe gone on the wayside. That's so right. I'm going to make prioritize my health. And I think what you just said is so empowering. You don't have to do it all right now. That's right. That's and, right. And you but, can't, you can't, it is impossible. Stop cannot. believing people. I, I think that the idea of balance is to your fulfillment mm -hmm. what a diet is to your health. Ooh. It is just a way for people to sell you something, an idea that is never reachable. I will never feel like, my, I know it, I never will feel like I'm balanced because I'm never going to be working on six extremely important things at one time. I'm going to give these six areas that are extremely important in my life all of my time and attention one at a time. And as I level up my habits, it allows me to live at this next level. And then I'll reach, I'll reach another problem, another speed bump, another issue, right. realize that's for me. It's to level myself up again so that I can look across and say, all right, now what areas are on fire? And every time mm. I do that, all it does is create more satisfaction in me because I was already at a higher level of satisfaction, having created really good habits for myself and really good foundation for my life. It's always going to work like that. It's always mm. going to be layering. You're always going to discover new things about yourself. So you can't say that what's working for your health now is going to work in 20 years. It's not. We mm. all know that our bodies are going to change. And so it's about focusing really hard, creating really good habits, and then adapting as new things come along. And I think what you'll find is that you're in, in the process of that. You're going to discover what your purpose is, why you're here what you want out of your life. And that only happens by knocking on doors, opening doors, kicking them down if you have to, and Ooh. walking through and saying, I'm going to get curious about that. This is not working for me. I've been avoiding it. I'm putting it off. I find myself procrastinating here. Why is that? Because I need this. And you're going to give yourself leverage, which again, we're going to talk about and wake up because it's an actual process. It's a step-by-step -step process in order to convince your mind, your biology, your psychology, your physiology, oh. that this is what you want. And as soon as you convince your mind, it's gonna go get it for you whether you want it or not. 
All right, you know I got to shout out our review of the week from iTunes. And this week it's Teach, Build, Learn. Thank you so much for your badass review. You wrote the greatest review. I am so grateful. So do me a favor, DM me on Instagram to claim your prize or email me at hello at judyholler.com. And if you want to be our next listener of the week, all you got to do is leave an iTunes review and you'll get a special surprise from me. I love that. Even the the exercise you gave um, a few moments ago where you talked about, you know, well, first of all, this fear of money we have. I was on a Facebook Live last week. We do these weekly lives in our private group. And I literally had the whole group going at 8 a.m. on a Monday morning. I'm like, repeat after me. I love money. (laughs) I'm like, and then uh, people are like, I love money. And I'm like, yes, say it. And the other thing you gave was this exercise about how you're like, I dreamed it. Like you knew what you wanted. I love like you talk about your Colorado house, like it was your Barbie dream house and you Mm -hmm. left for reasons. You're like, fuck no, you start Mm -hmm. mandating anything to me. I'm out of here. And I love how open you are, by the way, which is fucking great, right? People are so (laughs) afraid, which I want to end talking about that really quick because I think you could give us some really cool tips. And I have uh, something I want to say from your book. But um, one of the things I did that was similar that I think could be a great actionable takeaway. And I think this is what you're referencing, like, Take, for example, our Scottsdale move. I -hmm. knew, okay, I'm like, who do I want to be on Scottsdale? How do I want to live? What kind of help do I want? What does that house look like? What Mm -hmm. do I need to be able to, what, how does a multiple seven figure entrepreneur live? How do they think? And what choices Mm -hmm. do they make? So I put together Mm -hmm. this financial document. Like I have my life now Mm -hmm. and then my financials for Arizona next year. And then I go, okay, I know. And I love that she's dancing over there. I have goosebumps. And then I'm like, okay, now how are we going to go get that? That's right. It's the first time I've done it. Like I empowered myself to say crazy shit. Like, yes. Um, wouldn't it be great to have a chef cook for me? Like on Tuesdays for the fucking week, right? (laughs) Wouldn't it be great to have a personal trainer? Wouldn't Mm -hmm. it be great to have uh, an assistant that does my mail and the packaging and all this stuff I'm spending, standing in line at. So the moral of the story is why fucking not? Yes. no. Why not? Why so, not? What would it free you up to do? What would, what would it, free it free you up, up to if create? you had all of those people helping you? How are you going to spend your days now? How do you get to? And that's, I think, the place where you start to get to look and you see, oh, there's a need over here. There's a need over here. I'm uniquely equipped for this. I already know that. And I already have systems and people in place to help me. There are people in and out of my house all day. And it's how I want it because my house will still run without me. And it frees me up to be able to be creative. And isn't it fucking great? Because you also are like, I am, it's almost like you're giving back to the economy and other human beings who yes, need work. You are. Like, nothing makes me happier than writing a check to another, uh, to a vendor or another small business owner that I am doing work with. It is like one of my greatest choice in the world, taking yes. one of my checks that says yes. hollow worldwide with our big old ampersand on it and paying another woman, female owned business or any own business, that small business that is out there doing their thing in the world. And I mean, there's nothing like it. So, okay, Lindsay, before I, um, you know, ask, you know, get your final thoughts. I need to talk to you about, I mean, so many women, my DMS are flooded with certainly entrepreneurs who have a public 
sort of profile or a, a brand online, you know, there is this big fear of, you know, can't cancel culture or mm -hmm. this fear of being yourself. And, oh, mm -hmm. my God, what if I lose everything because I say the wrong thing? So now people mm -hmm. aren't saying shit. And it's just this mm -hmm. really fake sort of feeling mm -hmm. environment. What's your take on that? How do you approach your social media and and just any tactical advice you'd give us there in how you're navigating uh, asking for a friend, the world yeah. of cancel culture. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, this whole thing sucks. I think, um, yeah, I am not for it. This is not how I play the game, but it is yeah. how other people play the game. And so here, here's, here's where your mindset has to shift. And that is if you show up and you say something honest that you truly believe you may get schooled and you may be able to, you know, reframe the way that you thought about it. You may, uh, really change your mind about something. If somebody presents you new information, um, you have to reserve the right to change your mind about whatever you say. I say a lot of things publicly that I don't agree with anymore, right? Like I, that I said five years ago, they don't apply anymore because I have new information. Correct. Um, but we're walking into it with the idea that we have something to lose. No, no, no. We don't have anything to lose. You cannot lose something that you really ever had. So if your business is built on this foundation of something that's not real and you show up and say something real and you lose people, it's because you did something wrong on the back end. Or it's because those people were never meant to be yours, right? If whenever I say something about how I feel about my my life, money, if I talk about money, if I talk about success, if I talk about um, you know, how I feel about somebody mandating something on my body or my family's body, or I don't care. I don't care what you choose, but you don't tell me what to do. Right. <laughs> I have earned my freedom You're and here. I am endowed with these rights to be able to make You're these here. choices for myself. Every time I say something that like that, I'm going to lose those, lose a certain amount of people. The other day I said, I lost about 200 followers. I don't care. I don't need 200 people that believe that I should be doing what they think is right. Bye-bye. Those are other people's followers. They're meant yeah. for somebody else. They were here on loan and now mm, they're gone. That's empowering. <laughs> don't own this. And the thing is, is if people leave you, it's for you. Yeah. If people leave because you stood up for something that you believe is true and correct and right for you, they were never yours in the first place. Right. If your entire business crumbles because you said something like that, number one, it won't. Number one, it won't. We are not divided like that. There are more people that are alike than there are different. We're talking about the 10% on both sides. 100%. Get rid of them. Who cares? Yeah. The 80% of us live right here in the are middle. Are you ride or die? Yeah. Right. And these are the people that you're here for. It's not these people on the fringes. You don't need to, to cater to the people that are loudest and they will be loud, but everything they say to you is somewhere true. The reason that it triggers us is because somewhere, somewhere in your life, what they've just said to you is true. And what it's meant to do is have you look and say, where is this true in my life? Thank you. I love you. Thank you. I love you. And then release them to go do their thing. They have shown you somewhere. There's a trigger in your life that you have not dealt with. And they are helping you find if it you're now. triggered. Yeah. If, if you're you are triggered. triggered, if you're That's not right. triggered, then if you're not, then story, keep living your life. But if you're triggered, yeah. it's like, oh, you know, that's a beautiful way to look at that, Lindsay. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. said something very early on, um, you know, when things got really heated last March or no, sorry, last April, May, June, mm -hmm. you got on your Instagram and you were um, something along the lines of, you know, there was all this pressure as a business to like post something. Is mm -hmm. it a black square? Am I supposed mm -hmm. to post a thing? Do I say a mm -hmm. video? Oh, if I don't post it. So no one just really knew what to do. And mm -hmm. you said something along the lines and I have never forgotten it. So I want to like publicly thank you for it because you just said, listen, a, a social media post 
just de- does not define me as a woman, mm-hmm. as a mom, that's right. as a, that's right. as a human being. Mm-hmm. And if, if, if that's what you believe, then this may not, this, right. this may not be the place for you. But I felt like I was just in my office, like standing on my chair, screaming, hell yes, because that is how I was feeling too. I was That's like, right. yeah, like that doesn't define who I am as a human being. There's a whole, you know, 45 yep. years wrapped up into this human being. And that's God. right. And if what you post triggers someone again, that's about them, not about us. That's yeah. not about us. And so when we take on other people's feelings, I don't think we as people are meant to know everyone's feelings or every problem that exists in the world like we do right now. I think it's a lot for our hearts, right? It's a lot for our ability to stay happy in a world that feels and shouts out the negative constantly. But whatever you post, if that's triggering to someone, again, thank you. I love you. I release you because what you're saying to me is not about me. You Mm -hmm. have a perception of me that is through all of the experiences you have. And that's not who I am. The truth is, There's a difference between me and I, you are actually the observer. You are your soul. You are the observer of your body. Your body Mm -hmm. is just a machine that holds your soul. No one can ever touch or hurt. I, they can only hurt me. This is the external version of me that other people perceive, but the, the real me, nobody really knows that the only person that knows that is me. The only person that knows you, the true you on the inside is you. Mm -hmm. The other rest of it is all perception. And it's all stuff that people want to put on you, but it's not really about you. And so if you can connect to your eye, if you can connect to the person that you really are, the soul in you, the God breathed, created uh, consciousness, those things are never touched by another human. And if you can be happy and and love your life, you can find that fulfillment. Nothing that anybody says will derail you from that Mm. purpose. Mm. You become untouchable. Yeah. I feel I I'm not trigger less, but I'm on the, I'm on the road. I'm on the road for sure because I I flipped my mindset. Yeah. I think this really helped me too. It's funny. Um, so this will be, I think episode 94 and, uh, just this morning I recorded an episode probably being so 92 being the most vulnerable I've ever been on my podcast. I think I'm going to title it fuck cancel culture because I think people will actually (laughs) listen as opposed to what it's really about, which is the courage to be yourself. Right. But, um, I share some things there. So this has been peaceful to me. And also, um, I, I so love your your take on life and business and motherhood. You are uh, so very impressive. I could talk to you for a uh, hundred hours, but I don't think Same. listen through rates are any good uh, for, you know, a hundred hours. Um, That's right. But um, more of that in Arizona. So I've got to I've got to ask you a question um, before we 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 hit end the recording hit end the recording. That made no fucking sense. <laughs> I'm tracking with you. <laughs> the recording, Lindsay. Um, I'd love to know the name of this podcast is Yes And, um, okay. which is a mantra that has certainly inspired my entire life from the improv mm-hmm. theater. When I offer you the term Yes And, what does that mean for you? What comes up? To me, that means that there's always more. Uh, and that's just, just something that I thought of right now is that when you say yes, it's okay for you to say yes and take more. <laughs> it's okay for you to say yes for the things that are for you. And I'd like it to look like this. And I'd like it to feel like this. And I'd like it to come with a million dollar paycheck. Uh, whatever, whatever it is that's in your heart, there's never a cap. Uh, often I think we hold ourselves, well, I'm not going to want all that yet because I want to get to this level first. And I think that's the wrong mindset. I think we should have in front of us, 
everything that's on the table, whatever you want. Yes to this. And I'm going to do that too. And if that triggers you, that's about you and not about me. Yes. And is a lifestyle and it will bring up the worst in you and the best in you, but whatever it is, it's always for you. Goosebumps. Chills. Lindsay, you're such a gift. Thanks. I love you, girl. Love you too. (laughs) I mean, do you, do you love her as much as I love her? Wasn't that so good, y'all? That was so good. So talk to me. Talk to me on the Instagram. What was your favorite part of the podcast? Make sure you follow Lindsay. Make sure you tag us both when you're listening. I can't wait to hear what you learned. Uh, I'd love to hear your biggest takeaway. So you can DM me anytime on the Instagram. Tag me when you listen. Tag Lindsay, of course. Or go old school and email me with your thoughts, ideas, and inspiration at hello at judyholler.com. I love hearing from you. So keep it coming. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for those reviews, babe. And until next week, keep kicking open those fucking doors.